My bad. I hit the wrong button. This week's Filch Point with Abram Filch. It's proudly powered by Pure VPN. Uh, just because RCS doesn't have encryption and protection doesn't mean that you shouldn't have it. Uh, with a service like PureVPN, you can obfuscate your, your browsing history from either your ISP or from Facebook and Google. You get the ability to, uh, to uh, change your location and, uh, and hide your IP address. So if you're using, like we were just talking about, if you're using RCS, which works over data, uh, it will protect that as well. And right now, uh, you can get um, a five-year plan for $1.32 a month, uh, including all of the, the cool features that we just talked about and a whole lot more. And there's a 31-day money-back guarantee. If you sign up, you don't like it, no worries. You can get your money back. You can find that deal by going to pilchpoint.live slash purevpn. All right, Ephraim, you have got something that I'm pretty excited to hear you talk about because uh, I set up the relationship with one of them. Yes, yes. Thank you for uh, getting me one of these to test. So for a long time, I've really wanted to find more ways to be productive while standing in line uh, to be able to write articles or, you know, now we do have, obviously the number one way to do that is to use a, is to use a phone or a tablet and type on that. Uh, and, and that's, that's all well and good. But what if you couldn't even do that because you are wearing AR glasses, um, not that I have any, but, you know, or what if you, you know, what if you had a computer in one hand and you needed to really, like a tablet, like a Windows tablet or something, and you really wanted to be able to type quickly the other hand? Well, then you would need a different type of typing device. Ideally, in this world, you would have a, a keyboard drone that would just sort of float in front of you and you'd be able to type with two hands. I love it. But until someone invents that, um, we have things like the Decatext. So uh, this is a neat little uh, Bluetooth keyboard that has been on the market for a couple of years now, uh, but I had not gotten to check it out uh, until, until now. Uh, what it does is, as you can see, it doesn't have all it doesn't have like all the keys you need to to type by hitting, you know, one key at a time. It has ten keys, right? Yes. Two on the top, four down each side. So how do you how do you actually use it? Well, some of the things like a you know, a few of the letters you get just by tapping one key. Like if I just want A, boom, I can just tap that. But if I want, say, K, which is written under here, under the A key in red, then I have to hold down the, the button for red and the A key, and now I get K. And if you can see this, there's just a whole bunch of different symbols and actions written down on here that you can make through different key combinations. Uh, and it, there's a 
fairly large learning curve, which I'm, which I am in now, because you have to kind of develop your muscle memory to say, okay, I want K and that's this. So far, I'm having, you know, I'm still trying to learn the different strokes uh, and how to how to do them, and also just the best way to to hold this in in one hand. Because even though you could hold this in two hands, it doesn't seem like what you would really want to do. Because what you really want to do, if you wanted all to think of two hands, you could probably have, you know, a little tiny QWERTY keyboard. But um, the goal of this is obviously is that you can use it in one hand. Um, this reminds me a great deal of a time about 20 years ago when I was an editor at about.com and I had a writer writing about wearables for me. This is before people thought of a watch as a wearable. Uh, this guy's name was Steve Mann. He's still around. He's a prof uh, professor at University of Toronto. And ever since the 80s, he has been building his own AR, his own AR headsets. Um, so uh, what he what he will do what he would do is he would have this giant headset on his head, and then he invented something that wasn't this, but was a similar concept called a keyer, he called it, and he would use it to type into his headset. Um, now, today, there aren't a ton of headsets on the market that you would really want to use a keyboard with. Uh, first of all, there aren't a ton of AR headsets you could just walk around with. Uh, I think about maybe the Android ones from companies like Third Eye, uh, you probably could run a regular Android app and pair this via Bluetooth and do things that way. Um, but um, so in that respect, for a lot of people, this may be ahead of its time. But if you're doing something like you've got a Windows computer or not, and you're holding it in front of you and you just want to type uh, and you're holding the PC in one hand, this will allow you to type with the other. Um, so, and obviously once it gets into your glasses, this kind of thing would be invaluable. So it's it's really neat uh, for any of those purposes. Still got to learn quite a bit about, about it and see how comfortable I can get with stretching my fingers this way. That's something I'm still trying to figure out is, you know, am I... Is, is can I get a comfort zone with moving my fingers back and forth like this and holding it? Um, and and then, you know, we'll see how, how fast I can type. But, uh, you know, this is a really, I haven't seen anything else in the market like it. Uh, it's really a one-of-a-kind product. Um, and it's available on Amazon for $125, which no doubt is a lot of money for a Bluetooth keyboard, but there's nothing like this. So, you know, what you're paying for is the innovation. Um, then I have another input method here to show while we're talking that is, I said, there's nothing like the Decatex. There's nothing that operates like it, but this is perhaps for a similar purpose. And this here is called the tap strap. So it is a set of rings that you put on your hand. I'll try to put it on now. It's a, I have to say it's not, it's not pleasant to use while you're doing other stuff like typing. So I put it on when I need it. 
It's like a pair of brass knuckles for communication, right? I guess technically uh, regular brass knuckles so, are for communication too, just a different type. <laughs> They're a more abrupt yeah, type of communication. Also. Right. So this is also a Bluetooth device. You can pair with anything that's Bluetooth capable like your phone, although there are phone app, dedicated phone apps for this that teach you how to use it. There are actually games you can play with it where you like move, do gestures to, to like fire and move. Um, so mm. I really think this is a cool idea, but it hasn't worked very well for me so far. Um, you know, there, I'm also learning the gestures for this. For example, just tapping one of each uh, finger individually should be A, E, I, O, and U, the vowels. Uh, but when I'm doing it, for some reason, it's not always registering. Now, part of the, or it's registering something else. Part of the problem is that um, this can be quite, it's hard to adjust and it's quite loose. And so if you move your finger and this little nodule is not moving also, it doesn't know that you moved, right? Mm. So um, they have a large and a small size, and they sent us the large size. And uh, if you think this was difficult for me to, to keep to tighten on my hand, um, you should see what happened when my seven-year-old was trying it. Uh, it was not working. I mean, look, they didn't make it for him. But, um, but this is kind of a really neat concept, um, again, for would work great when you're walking around, but it also is really good for, and I suppose you could say that of the Decatex too. Um, if you have something that's all the way across the room, um, like a like something you're doing on a projector, uh, this could be a neat way to, to move around. It also has a mouse mode that you could use, uh, to actually move a pointer around. Uh, so, now this is more, this is more expensive than the Decatex. It's normally two hundred, uh, and now it's uh, I believe right about now it's on sale for one eighty. Uh, that's for the tap strap two. There's also a tap strap one, which doesn't have the mouse mode, um, and I'm not sure how much that is. Uh, but I I was really fascinated. I'm really fascinated by both of these devices because they take something that we take for granted, our QWERTY keyboard, and they find a way to another innovative way of letting you do, do data entry uh, in a situation where you normally wouldn't be able to. Yeah, that's so I'm, that's really interesting. I'm working on an article comparing these, but the problem is I really, before I can make my final judgments about these, I have to get much better mm -hmm. at using them. Um, which is quite a learning curve, no doubt. But if you invest that kind of money in these, you're going to take the time uh, to learn, and you're going to obviously have a really good use case uh, for the for these. So, sure. and you know, as time goes by, I hope there are more use cases um, for things like this because there'll be more more devices that you can use. I mean, for example. Um, I mean, I don't really think there's you could use these with a smart watch because there's not a lot of apps for typing on a smart watch that mm -hmm. require typing. But theoretically, you know, that would be a good use case. There's just a lot of areas where, you know, you need a small, simple way to type, a small way to type with just one hand. 
and uh, these provide that when other things don't. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I whenever we talk about a topic like this, I am taken back to uh, one of my first CESs and uh, sitting on the floor with a Palm Pre and writing an article on the Palm Pre and thinking, holy cow, there's got to be a better way. <laughs> and and ever yeah, since, mean, we've been looking for that better way. Yeah, I mean, sitting on the floor, to be honest, I'll just, I would just take my laptop out and sit and, and use it. Um, the real problem is when you're standing up um, and you're having to, you know, like when you're waiting in line yeah. or you're walking around, I guess really bad idea to be doing writing when you're walking around, but I don't know. But if you're waiting in line, I mean, think of how much time we spend waiting in line for 45 minutes an hour. Mm-hmm. Having smartphones has really revolutionized waiting in line for anything because you can check your email, you can write things. But um, if I want to do something uh, on a larger scale than is possible on my phone, um, you know, perhaps I want to do it in Windows because I need to go into a desktop browser and access uh, my company's CMS or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my phone won't really cut it for that. So, you know, these are, you know, the these provide a possible way of doing that, provided you also had like a two-in-one or something you could hold or you had something going into your glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, what, uh, you know, of course... The other brute force method is to get one of those things that looks like a cigarette. De- what do you what do you call those people used to go around selling cigarettes, wearing them? Oh, okay. Um, like uh, like what the they've little got tables the... or whatever. They... Yeah, like the the hot dog guys at a baseball game. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you call that. I don't either. Um, but but um, I've seen those made for laptops, <laughs> but. Talk about like you're going to carry your thousand dollar laptop around on that, and you're going to walk, and someone's going to bump into you, and people are going to be annoyed because you're taking because you know if you think you had a big stomach regularly, having one that's like uh-huh. shuts out three feet is you know not particularly polite. Yeah, uh, God forbid so, you're standing in line for the Samsung press conference at CES. Somebody will deck you. Taking up that much space. So, yeah, yeah, no doubt. But I don't know. There has to be, there has to be better ways of of being productive when when standing up, and these could be part of that solution. Yeah, it's nice to see um, that there's people who are trying out ideas, right? Looking for ways to try and and solve this this problem, especially. Since we talked about last week, you know, Qualcomm and Niantic are leaning into, you know, AR headsets real hard right now. It'll be nice to have a control method that's a little more um, substantial than literal point and click in the air, like with the HoloLens. That's nice. Don't get me wrong. That's that's a nice thing, but something more substantial than that for typing for more uh, nuanced controls will definitely be nice and uh, and something like like the deck attacks or the uh, the tap strap could certainly factor into that 
And uh, just for just for reference, right now the tap strap one is on Amazon for one nineteen, and the tap strap two is on Amazon for one sixty nine. So, not a bad not a bad uh, savings there on that that new one. Who knows how long that'll run for? By the time I'm done with this sentence, it may not be on sale anymore. But <laughs> as of this moment, that's the price. So. Um, obviously, uh, you said that, that you're not near, quite near, uh, being able to write about this yeah, yet, right? Maybe, maybe this week, maybe next week. I want to, um, marinate on these a little longer, but I wanted to, uh, bring these on and, and show everyone because I thought they're kind of really neat. And I can say, um, I have experience with the deck of text myself and you're you're absolutely right. The learning curve is steep, um, but I have I have seen several people. One person took to it like a fish to water. Um, uh, Mark, who has filled in on the show a couple of times, he took to it real quick. I've never seen somebody so just like oh I got it. Uh, and then obviously I've seen the the founder. He uses it a lot, and he's real quick on it. So. You can definitely get good at it, and I know I've seen people talk about it on, um, uh, like on Amazon and on the website where they have good things to say about it. So, you know, there, there is a way past the learning curve. <laughs> I've just never gotten there myself. I've tried. I've never gotten past the learning curve, but it's okay. Um, I definitely look forward to seeing your uh, your final thoughts on it, and. Uh, I look forward to what we talk about next.